You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here, Still Breathing, The Wisdom and Teachings of a Perfectly Flawed Man. You pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. You guys should check that one out while you still can. You never, you never know with censorship, so... If you haven't read my book, definitely check it out. I think you guys will enjoy it. Coming up on 10-year anniversary of the publication of that book, which is kind of jaw-dropping to me. (laughs) Also, if you love this show, you can support this show at subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. God bless every single one of you who participate in this form of uh, contribution to the show. For as little as $5 a month, you can subscribe to the show, and you guys... uh, essentially are are the lifeblood of what keeps this thing going. We appreciate you guys. Many of you uh, maybe aren't able to participate in MAGA Commerce or you just want to be a part of the growth of the show. And the best way you can do that is uh, being an individual sponsor at subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. So you guys can check that out. Uh, And it still is just the best place. And lastly here... The podcast continues to grow courtesy of magical producer Trevor. And I'm very proud of what he does over there. And I hope you guys will continue to support this show via podcast. You can download it, take it on the road with you. You can get it in all podcast formats, whether it's on uh, iTunes or Spotify or other Amazon and and, uh, all the other formats for podcasts. But we're all across all of them. So you can now take the Dilly Show on the road with you. Bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. That's bit dot ly forward slash dilly show to download this show as a podcast all right good morning everybody and happy tuesday september 19th 2023 i feel a lot better today so we got good news bad news so the good news is i didn't take any nyquil i actually slept like a rock i feel pretty much like 95 percent me still got a little something going here but it's it's very mild very mild that's the good news that's actually the great news. The bad news is Randy got sick, which sucks. So the poor wife, you guys say a little little prayer for Randy getting healed up quickly. Uh, she is she is sick today with what I had because, well, it went through our whole house. So <laughs> poor Rianne. Uh Anyway, wait, Rumble's having problems again already? Seriously? No, like I'm seeing it. I'm looking at myself right now. You never know over there, though. You never know. I get it. I get it. Um, anywho, so we're doing uh, we're doing well over here. I'm feeling a lot better. I apologize for yesterday. I understand some of you enjoy that type of show when I am not myself. I was having a very hard time thinking straight for the first hour of the show. Uh, and then by the second hour, I was like coming out of the fog. Uh, and I was like, oh, my God, what did I say in the first hour? Um Today, I, I definitely feel a lot more like like me. This will be like a normal, <laughs> this will be a normal Dilly show. My brain's working uh, really well today. Um, I'm feeling sharp and I'm feeling like myself again. Thank God. Um, so we're gonna, we got a lot to talk about though, man. There's a lot going on. Uh, there's a lot of stuff happening, not only with President Trump. He's opening up a lead. Did I grab my pull? I may have to go. Oh yeah, I grabbed my pulls. Okay, I got him. But uh, opening up a lead, he's doing really, really well. 
we've also got DeSantis supporters melting down. I mean, these people, I don't even know if they're supporters anymore. I, I would call them cultists, but Rod DeSantis doesn't have the personality necessary to actually make a cult. Um, but these people are fucking full-blown melting, and we know why. He took another hit in the polls. He dropped lower, um, and it's it's bad. I mean, it's, it's looking very bad. Uh, every poll that he has been in continues to show his support eroding right alongside Joe Biden's. And so we've got a mix of psychopathic liberals and insane fucking cuck-servative DeSantards just melting down on social media. So we're talking about that today. They also found the F-35. It's disintegrated. Yeah, I'll show the video. Uh, I couldn't make out any parts. I mean, I, I wouldn't expect it to be intact at all, but pretty much couldn't see any parts that were even noticeable. Um, and I'm sure the official story, it'll be, you know, upon impact, it totally incinerated. Um, we'll see. I don't know. Fuck. I'm not an expert. I just know I don't believe anything the government and the media tells me. And therefore, I'll show you the video. You guys can watch the video. You fucking tell me that you think that this used to be an F-35. I, I, I have my doubts. Uh, we're going to talk about that today. What else did I say we're going to talk about? Oh, we also have got uh, Ray Epps just charged shortly uh, a, a little a short time ago. So Ray Epps, uh, the man who was essentially telling everybody, let's go in the Capitol before getting booed by a bunch of MAGA supporters and told to shut the fuck up. Um, Ray Epps finally charged with a single count and, uh, he didn't get charged with any of the terroristic threats or any of the other shit. More than likely, he's going to plead out to a misdemeanor. Absurd. Fuck the fucking feds. Um, country's completely hijacked right now. We'll talk about it. I also got some other stuff I wanted to touch on today. Uh, a little information regarding, um, we'll talk a little Russell Brand and YouTube. What, what are they doing? Shocking censorship. Uh, demonetization. I've got a bunch of dank memes. We opened uh, with some great memes today, I thought. Uh, Mo and his balls did that first one, and then I believe Brandy with a B was the second one. Really, really well done. You guys should be proud of yourselves. Those are killer, killer memes. But uh, big show for you guys. But first, let's take care of our MAGA covers. Everybody loves licorice guy candy. Did you know you can be a licorice guy too? That's right. Licorice guy is very excited to offer their wholesaler program. Who wouldn't want to sell candy that practically sells itself? Freedom, flexibility, fun, family-friendly opportunity, work part-time earning great income, be part of a great and supportive community, infrastructure and branding in place and ready to go. Fast, easy to get started, be your own boss, you get to pick your own shows and schedule. You decide when and where you want to work. Licorice Guy wants you to be as successful as possible, so this program comes with a lot of support and training. Licorice Guy physically sends someone to your first event to help train you. They will be there to answer questions from you, your team, and your customers. They'll help you set up and sell and show you all the tips and tricks that work. They will also promote your shows on their website and social media. 
Potential to make great money and experience financial freedom. Retail sales on one pallet of licorice is just under $10,000. The average licorice guy dealer sells 15 pallets a year and top sellers do over 50 pallets a year. The upfront investment for the Licorice Guy Starter Kit gets you the setup as you see here. It's everything you need to launch. It includes professional on-site training, marketing and support, your first pallet of licorice, which is 1,440 bags, a value of $3,900. Custom tent, banners, signs, flags, table covers, sample trays, hand washing station, and more. All of this is covered in your initial investment of $9,500. Experience the joy of entrepreneurship and your path to financial freedom. Contact Licorice Guy today. That's right, LicorishGuy.com. I know you guys have been looking for a way to bring in a little extra income. Many of you may be saying, you know what? What can we do? What can I do to be an entrepreneur? I don't want to start from scratch. Well, guess what? Most of the heavy lifting has already been done for you when you reach out to LickersGuy.com and you talk to Joe and, and the team over there at Licorice Guy. You're going to find out that the product's already a banger, all right? It's already a super banger, okay? They've already got a system that works. They already got a brand that works. They've already got brand recognition that works. All they need is you to step up and hustle. Get out there and become a licorice guy or gal today. LicorishGuy.com. Check them out today. Oh, I love that one. I love that one because it's given people an opportunity to earn income. And we've got several uh, Dilly 300 members that have become MAGApreneur through that program. And I'm very proud of that. That's a, that's a good one. You should be very, you should all be proud of that. But Licorice Guy really should be proud of that as well. Because uh, nothing's quite as fun as helping other people become successful. So it's a beautiful thing. All right. Um, let's see here. A couple of things I want to tackle right at the outset of this show. First and foremost, it's been a very trying month. It's the uh, 19th of the month. This is the first day um, that I can remember feeling like, like a normal kind of myself. And, and it hasn't been easy. We started the month losing... Dirty Truth, and we lost Josh, and that was horrible. Um, and then a bunch of my uh, meme team went down with, with illness, got sick, you know, one after the other after the other. Eventually, it made itself into my, or it made its way into my household, and uh, we got sick as well. So really, a lot, of, a lot of illness, a lot of sickness. And then we lost uh, Jeff Brain yesterday, uh, the, the CEO of Clout Hub, the founder of Clout Hub, really wonderful guy. Uh, he was the last guest I had on this show uh, when we did when we did the uh, American Late Night broadcast, he was hanging out with me in uh, California back in 2021, and we had a good time. And he was just a a really gentle soul, and uh, and also somebody that that believed in freedom of speech. And so it's been a it's a it's been a gnarly month. Um, September has been not what we were expecting, but I do believe that we can turn it around. There's still we still have time to turn this month around. Um, and and what I mean by that is mentally, I think that. I can see a lot of exhaustion on people's faces right now. I think that the the bullshit news is, has been rough. I think the economy uh, is still chugging along, but there's a lot of bullshit going on there. Uh, a lot of fucking uh, games being played. Inflation still in the food is insane. You still got absurd fucking costs on uh, fuel and, and transportation. 
and then you're inundated daily with with fake news. I mean, it's the only way to even protect yourself is to stay the fuck away from it because they're lying through their teeth. They're lying through their teeth. And so people, I think, are really getting hammered. And, uh, and the economy is definitely upset a lot of people. But I, I want to remind you of something. We can outlast these motherfuckers. And I'm going to tell you why. We continue to work in a closed economy, which is we do our best to try and work alongside MAGApreneurs and MAGA commerce uh, you know, consumers. But be, even beyond that, it's heavily predicated on your location as well. It, this is one of the most bizarre environments I've ever seen economically right now um, because it is not, the pain is not being equally distributed across the land. There are certain places in this uh, country that are still thriving, still booming as a matter of fact. I continue to drive by high rises being built in Atlanta and uh, in suburban uh, neighborhoods being developed in North Georgia where I live. And so there is still commerce being had. There's new stores opening. There's new investments being made. Um, I think that there's other places that are getting absolutely bludgeoned. I think that big cities that were established, overbought, overbuilt, are in a lot of fucking uh, harm's way. I think that there are certain rural communities that might be going through it right now as well due to the inflation. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, there is always opportunity and there's always a, a way out and around the bullshit. There's always a way to succeed. It's just unfortunately gonna require even more creativity and innovation on our parts. And we've, been, we've navigated this before as, as, a collect, uh, as a collective, essentially, as a country. We did this during Obama. We did it during fucking Bush when he collapsed the economy. We did it during Obama when he drove it even further into the ground. Uh, and honestly, we've survived so far almost three years of Joe Biden. And I am confident that even if the next 13, 14 months suck massive ass, which in some ways they will and in other ways they won't, um, we're going to prevail. Your goal right now, and it sounds, I said this years ago, I said it the day that Joe was inaugurated. And, and I didn't understand, I don't think fully the the extent of what I was saying, which is you have to survive this administration. Um, we've got to survive this administration. We have to overcome this, this group of people. And I'm talking about you, the Dilly 300. You are the most loyal Trump supporters there are. There is none greater. That's why many of you who, who I've uh, connected with are gonna be treated like gold at a you know, VIP status tomorrow in Iowa because you are, special you are you are people that are recognized as being critical to donald trump's election and and you're going to continue to to uh, reap the benefits of that by by staying loyal to president trump staying loyal to the show staying loyal to your your uh, integrity and your uh your commitment to america there there's a benefit which is obviously you know you get to do things a little bit differently than other people um so you're gonna have to keep fighting like hell and, and sticking together is probably the best way to do this. You know, the meme team and I had a, a conversation today about business opportunities because the truth is they're out there. There's money out there. There's availability out there because nobody can do what they do. They're a unique group of people and their, their worth and their value is universally recognized. However, we as a team sort of, a, a, you know, discussed what's out there and we came to the conclusion we're not interested 
in uh, using our talents to spread ourselves thin, supporting other candidates, even if there is a financial uh, you know, benefit. Um, and there is, and it's, it's not huge, but it's enough that it would probably impact a lot of these people's lives uh, for the better, including mine. However, the risk is you water down what you're doing because you're essentially trying to win the House, win the Senate, the bottom line is I have congressional members who are looking for a re-election and or who are challenging seats whose staffers have reached out and are interested in trying to hire us. Same thing in Senate. Same thing with gubernatorial. None of it is going to make us rich. But the other problem is it could hinder our ability to do our jobs. So we had our conversation and we have decided we are staying with one candidate and one candidate only, except for maybe Carrie Lake. We all kind of agree to she's like kind of a she's in a special class next to Donald Trump. But Donald Trump is uh, getting our full attention and we're continuing to pray. And if you guys could continue to pray for our team to, to have opportunities uh, in the future, I would really appreciate that because these people love this country uh, and they love, they love President Trump enough to have been willing to bypass the easy uh, payday and the low hanging fruit so that we can do what is uh, what is the righteous thing to do, which is making sure Donald Trump has our full support 24-7. I don't think anybody else operates this way. We are, we are literally a 24-7 PR company that has the ability to control the narrative through video and storytelling. So I'm disclosing this to you guys because I want everyone to understand this is like, this is a very real thing for these people. These are real people, okay? And what I mean is like, an extra two or three grand a month. Imagine how it impact your life. Uh, and, and this is essentially what we're we're trying to, you know, we were trying to accomplish, but nobody wants to work for any of these fucking congressional members or Senate members. And uh, and they were not willing to take what, what would have been an easy payday um, and probably would have made a huge difference in their lives and their family, families' lives. So I just want you guys, uh, the Dilly 300, to recognize uh, the sacrifice, it's real. That's a sacrifice. Anytime, anybody were walking away from a quick 30, 40, 50 grand a year to, to do what they've already been doing um, is worthy of, of praise. And that's just the truth. You know, we all kind of, it took about 30 seconds to arrive at that conclusion, by the way. And we didn't get a single person that was like, I'd like to take the money, please. Um, the entire team was like, nah, fuck them. You know what I mean? Because look, you can you can die rich and lame or you can die fucking cool and a fucking legend and uh, you can't take any of it with you. And so the meme team kind of realized the same thing. It's like, dude, you know, it wasn't like everybody was getting a million bucks. You know what I'm saying? Everybody gets a million bucks. Everybody was like, eh, maybe I'll find a way to do those fucking, uh, those Marjorie Taylor Greene memes. <laughs> but nobody was getting a million bucks. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, dude, would the money make a difference? Yes. Would I be able to live with myself? Probably not. I don't want to live in, in fucking feel like a cunt. So ultimately, all of these based people turn down cash to not be a cunt, which is fucking awesome. And I love them. So let's give them a round of applause. That's for the, the meme team. Um, I knew where I stood on the subject, but I, I left it up to them. And they sort of overwhelmingly were like, that sounds gay as fuck. And we don't want to make memes for, for fucking uh, Tom Cotton. You know what I'm saying? They were like, nah, dude, that doesn't sound fun. That sounds lame. And uh, I just want you guys to all know that because that's that's something a lot of Americans probably would have jumped at and just said, yeah, just give me the payday. You know what I'm saying? Just give me the fucking payday. I don't care. But everyone was like, nah, fuck that. Fuck that. The only one who actually was like really 
Hogman, I think, is going to leave us to go work for the Cotton campaign. He was really, he's a really big Tom Cotton guy. And so Hogman was the only one uh, that was actually like, you know, well, him and Trev, uh, Trev apparently is in the chat and didn't realize that we are agreeing to this. But so Hog and Trev might be going to the Tom Cotton <laughs> campaign. <laughs> he's going to go, <laughs> he's going to go work for, he's going to go, eh, him and Trev. Never mind. I had a couple of people want to bail. Yeah, no, just kidding. Hog's still sending uh, fucking letters to to Bongino trying to get on the staff over there. <laughs> uh, Trev's trying to get on the Bobert campaign. The Boobert campaign. Yeah. Anyways, so that's what's going on with that. Uh, so we're basically pedaled down all the way. Uh, I have no doubt. God will find a way to make sure that everybody is taken care of. Um, and I, I have to have faith in that. Uh, we will pull together as a team and, and, a, and a group and a community. And we'll see how it goes. But uh, also, I got to say thank you to somebody. So you guys want to see something cool? So first, first, Rihanna got the gift. I believe it was sent by Anna. I hope I'm not fucking that up because I didn't look at the card. I believe it. What, Randy, was it Anna that sent you the, the really beautiful gifts? Um, I don't have them in front, of you, in front of me, but Randy did open them this morning. They arrived, and um, and I just want to say thank you. They were beautiful, and I know she was very excited. It was a patriotic purse um, for her to take to to uh, some rallies. Yeah, it was from Anne. Thank you, Anne, not Anna. Sorry, Anne. Anne Salvador. Thank you, honey. Uh, Randy was super pumped. I also got a gift, you guys. You ready for this? This is fucking cool. Magical Trevor, you ready to be jealous? I think Trev... I'm, I'm going to pick out... I think Trev will be jealous, and I think Brandy with a B is about to be jealous. So, the I think you two in particular are going to be super jelly of the gift I just opened this morning. You guys ready? This is so cool. All right. So, this gift comes to me. It, it was from... Uh, Kathy, that's right. It was Kathy. And uh, you guys are not ready. So Kathy sent me a goodie. <laughs> oh my God, it's Elf, dude. It's an original. And she sent a card. Dude, she sent me an original Elf and it's from 1986. It still has the tag on it. It's got his tag on there. And it's the original Elf, dude, from 1986. And I was like, that is the funniest fucking thing. I'm putting him on the shelf. Because Alf is hilarious. I kill me. <laughs> I, I thought it was the best thing ever. Yeah, I was like, dude. And it's it's the original from 86. You have no idea how bad I wanted one of these when I was a kid. And I never got one. I never got one when I was a kid. I was like, fuck, I love this show. I used to watch it every day after school. And uh, I thought it was hilarious. I thought the character was hilarious. And, so, and Kathy sent it to me. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, isn't that great? I fucking thought it was awesome. Fucking Alf. Where should we put him at? I feel like he needs to be somewhere behind me. You know what? Let's put him right here. Wait, does he fit down there? No, you guys can't really see. Oh, you kind of can see him. He needs to be up like a little higher. But if he's up here, you guys can't see. You just see his feet. And I don't want to put him dead center. Wait a minute. Hold on. Ah, 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 he's back there. 
fucking elf. There he is right there. There he is. Ah, isn't that great? Some fucking elf. He's hanging out. Thank you for the card too, Kathy. Appreciate you. That was an awesome gift. Isn't that hilarious? No, I'm not moving him one shelf up. That's enough. He's right there. I want him like, he's, he's like, is there, I want people to be like, what is that? Yeah, I don't want him to be, I don't want him to be super prominent. I just want him to be like right there. Like, isn't that hilarious? <laughs> okay. So this show, uh, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. A lot of people say, Brendan, you exaggerate shit. You know, I would, I used to predict things and then they go that it's just coincidental. And it happened like a million times, literally. And uh, they'd go, Dilly, come on. Like, come on, bro. Right. And, and I understand it. Like it, it's, it's kind of uncomfortable to tell people, like look them in the eye and say, most of the self-development community has been stealing my quotes and my philosophy since 2014. And people go, what? Get the fuck out of it. Like, okay, all right, fine. Fine, walk away from that, fine, okay. Then I try to tell you guys in 2018 that I had noticed I was having my material ripped off from Fox News hosts. People are like, come on, and I'd show examples. And they go, well, I guess that's kinda, that's kinda, and the thing is, is the more obscure the joke, the more obvious the theft of my fucking uh, material. So last week I did a joke that was very, very, very specific. And then last night, a certain Fox host tried to do the same joke and it fucking bombed. It fucking bombed because he's not funny and he's a joke stealing cunt like Carlos Mencia. That's right, the return of copycats. Copycats hope it's under control. Can't stop moving. Hypnotize, magnetize, can't keep still. Rolling Stone Magazine co-founder Jan Wenner. The J is silent, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> like Jan Brady from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> that chuckle. All right, Jan Wenner was kicked out of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Board of Directors. Greg Gutfield, you're the biggest faggot in America. First of all, I don't even know how many times you've stolen my material. You always fuck it up. You're never funny when you do the joke. You steal a very specific joke. It's extremely obvious where it came from. And then you fuck it up and get no laughs. We're at the point now where it's like, are you kidding me? And they all just pray. They all pray. The reason you don't say Dilly's name if you're famous is you do not want to give up where you've been stealing your material for five fucking years. That's why they won't say my name. They won't say my name because they're like, if people discover this guy, not only is he going to end up more famous than I am, they're going to figure out I've been stealing his fucking material for five years. And people thought I was exaggerating. And God bless the person who sent that to me. They go, dude, I thought you kind of were maybe up your own ass. I thought you were maybe up your own ass and because some of the subjects are coincidental. And he goes, but this is pretty obvious. Like they're stealing material straight from you. 
And they are, they steal my material constantly and they're petrified. They're petrified that I will ever be platformed at that level because if I do, I'm gonna crush everybody in that space. There won't be anything fucking left because these people are unoriginal, unfunny douchebags. Greg Gutfield is a fucking hack. Carlos Mencia style, bro. So there you go. But I just want to put that out there because I know a lot of you guys go, nah, Dilly, you're just up here. You think you're all that in a bag of chips. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you have no fucking idea who I am. Uh, you don't realize the, Im the impact and the role I'm actually playing at various fucking levels in your country, whether it's political or, cult or cultural. And uh, the reason you don't know is because they keep stealing my shit and rebranding it as their own. So... That one fucking pissed me off. I'm like, really, bro? The ink wasn't even wet on that joke from Friday. Like, just fucking did the joke. And it, you couldn't do a more specific fucking joke and make it obvious as shit. He tried to insert it. Did you see that? He was like, I'll, I'll drop this in here right now. And then that one lady was like, <laughs> and he's like, uh, buddy. <coughs> fucking horrible. Fucking horrible. Ugh. All right, enough about me. Let's talk about you. That's right. Reminder, if you're watching this show right now, you're watching a kid show. This is a full kid show. Trying to teach the kids not to be like some of these dick wads on television. And uh, the way we do that is by educating them not to be a fucking lame who rips people off. You want to be an original like this little fella. And uh, great uniform. Love the, love the uniform for your new school. Love the outfit. Matches the hat. You look absolutely slick. There you go, dude. Have a good day at school. Good looking kiddos. And this one. Oh, oh, uh oh, watch out. That's a Dilly 300 member if I ever saw one. That's a Dilly 300 member if I, that's Dave Liu. Look at him, he's hanging out there. He's got his stogie. He's got his American flag. Having a good old time. Enjoying himself. Enjoying himself. Now, this is gonna be, uh, you're gonna love this. And I gotta tell you, you know, the Beard Vet guys are about to be very happy because Dave Liu told me that this rub that they sell is some of the best he has ever used. He swears by this stuff. And uh, he, he cooks with it regularly. And uh, he just did some ribs. And he was like beyond impressed. Uh, and he wanted me to make sure I gave a shout out to them. Because the, uh, the, the meat rub. Because that's really what Beard Vet's about. They're about coffee, as you guys know. But anytime they get to you know rub meat, that's really a big part of it too. Rubbing meat as much as they can to the point that they've perfected it, okay? So this beard vet meat rub, you know, just rub it. Love a slap a slap of meat. You got to slather it on and rub your meat. Anyway, the fellas swear by this stuff, and Dave Lou is no different, and he said his food came out absolutely incredible. And I got to be honest with you, it looks fucking amazing. That's some good-looking food, dude. Seriously, good-looking food. And uh, 
I wish I had the patience to cook this way. I don't. I don't have the fucking patience. Beer Beardo says it's coffee rub. Is that why it turns out so damn good? He said it's coffee rub. That explains it. They put that shit in everything. I bet you got coffee toothpaste, don't you? Get you all fucking wired while you're brushing your teeth in the morning. Coffee, it's coffee meat rub, bro. Genius. I love this idea. I'm gonna have to try this shit. Maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna have to have Hogman come visit just so he can cook for me and he could use the meat rub for me. Cause I won't do it myself. I don't fucking have time. I don't have that kind of time. There you go. Maybe he could come by my house on his way to Bongino's. Perhaps. All right, here we go. This is a, this is a good email. I want to give a little credit because uh, it's going to lead into our next uh, topic. Dilly, in regards to the F-35 story, might I remind you that back on August 21st, 2017, the USS John McCain collided with another ship. Initial report said that the ship lost power. Then the power came back and then they had no control. Hacking was the first thing the military dismissed. They said they weren't even considering the possibility of a hack. Two months before, the USS Fitzgerald collided with another ship. Four years prior to those, a USS, uh, a US Navy ship, excuse me, collided with an oil tanker in the Straits of Hormuz. Hmm, remember that? I remember that. Putting a three millimeter, uh, or three meter, excuse me, by three meter hole in the side with all the GPS tech, early warning systems, next-gen radar, not to mention human lookouts on board these ships, there's no reason for a collision. If there's one thing I've learned over the years, it's that if the government completely dismisses a possibility before an investigation even begins, that's usually what it is. Keep killing it, Bob. That's from our homie Bob in Michigan. He's absolutely correct. And I wanted to share this because this is a, it was a really good rundown of uh, events. That I, I recall every single one of those. And I remember at the time thinking, we got hacked. And I remember the government saying, no, we're not even considering a hack. That's like, not, that's not possible. And you're like, yeah, right, okay. Totally, buddy, totally. A hack of uh, computer technologies, totally impossible, right? Give me a break. My guess is we've got a major fucking problem right now inside our military defense. Um, I think we've got a major problem. And the fact that they grounded all fighter jets in and outside the United States for the next couple of days tells me they know they've got a major fucking problem, okay? Not good. Not good. So, yeah, good email, though. Appreciate it, Bob. So, let's talk F-35. Just in, footage of the debris field of the F-35 jet has been released after it was located in a field in Williamsburg County, South Carolina. The crash site was about 80 miles from Joint Base Charleston, South Carolina. The F-35 fighter jet appeared to run through a group of trees before crashing down in the field. In 2019, concerns were raised by the Pentagon of the possibility that the F-35 could be hacked it's still unclear what caused the crash let's go to the tape here we go you tell me because i don't buy the official story i don't buy it even a little bit not even slightly 
I think everything is bullshit. Where is the debris field? Why can't I see any of it? Is it just buried in the trees? Is this just bad footage? Nothing? All you have is downed trees. I can't see any objects. We've seen a lot of these, by the way. I, I would just like to remind everyone while we're sitting here. Look, we have uh, military plane crashes all the time in this country. We do. Happens all the time. Shit happens out in the training uh, areas out there in, in San Diego. Happens. Shit happens when you're fucking flying fighter jets. I have never seen a fighter jet go down that they didn't immediately have video of the crash location and a giant plume of smoke and fire and the whole nine. I've never seen it. I've never seen one of these go down in the last 10 years where it actually managed to crash uh, without anybody detecting it or seeing it. There's always like, oh, this happened and there's the video and there's the smoke and oh, there's the fucking thing. These people heard a boom and... Yeah. Really? The other thing that's odd about this story, the crash site is only like 80 miles from where we shot down that Chinese weather balloon we let go across the entire country. That's another weird thing. We've got several weird things going on here, okay? We have no explanation about where the second jet went when they were practicing together, why he didn't follow the first one, like, hey, shoot it down. Uh, you're cleared to take it down. It's over a fucking house or make sure it doesn't hit this neighborhood. Shoot it down now or nothing. Nothing. You got a, a pilot ejecting from an event, whatever the fuck that means. It had an event, a mishap. What, he like reached down to scratch his balls and accidentally pulled the fucking ejection seat? Oh, shit. Like, oh, my nuts. Oh, oh, oh fuck. Ah. So that's what happened. Dude was scratching his fucking. It was probably a chick with a dick scratching her fucking taint. It was Bernice with the fucking giant cock. She was like, hold on, fellas. Oh, fucking. Ah. So you've got an event that took place where somebody accidentally fucking uh, prematurely ejected out of a uh, $80 million fighter jet. Right? We've got another pilot in another $80 million fucking flight. Like, hey, bro, what are you doing? Where are you going? Hold on, I'm gonna slow down. What do you want me to do? This dumb fuck just ejected on accident. Like, oh shit, okay, what do you, well, why don't you just follow it a bit longer? Where, are you over a neighborhood? No, there's nothing out here. What is it, just trees? Yeah, just trees. You want me to like shoot this fucking thing down? Yeah, I think that's probably best. We can't do anything else with it. Bang, 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 shoot it down. Instead, dude is riding next to him. He's like, I don't know where it went. Now, I understand stealth jet technologies. Maybe they couldn't see it. The story is garbage. Everything is fucking bullshit. And we all know it. We all know it's all bullshit. It's actually at the level now that it used to be kind of funny. And now we're just like, it's like your kid 
when they're like five telling you they didn't eat the chocolate cake and they have chocolate all over their face. And you're like, and the first time it happens, it's like, oh my God, you're so funny when they were three. And at five, you're like, I'm gonna beat your ass if you lie to me one more time. And they're like, ah. like start fucking talking, bitch. You better start talking, telling me some truth. You better start telling me some truth. That's where the government is with the United States uh, public. Because we're at the point now where like, the chocolate's on your face. And they're like, I didn't eat the cake. You're like, it's on your fucking face. It's not cute anymore. It's not funny. Oh my God, they replaced Fetterman who was retarded and couldn't speak with a guy that's fully cognizant now. <laughs> RBG, oh my God, she made so many rulings from beyond the grave. It's so great. Yeah, it's not funny anymore. We're past that now. We're past that fucking point. This is not cute. It's not funny. And I just look at it and go, yeah, it's a lie. And they go, well, what's the lie? What's the lie, conspiracy theorist? I don't know. I don't know. Here, let me, let me be the most reasonable conspiracy theorist ever. I don't know the answer. I'm going to be straight with you. I don't know the answer. I don't even have a fucking theory because I'm not as knowledgeable as I probably would need to be in order to have one. So I, I don't have a fucking theory. Uh, I don't know the answer. I'm not going to present one. But I know one thing. These motherfuckers are lying cunts and they lie about everything. And based on that premise alone, I'm starting with they're fucking lying. Let's just start there. I, I am open to any leftist or shit for brains fucking conservative giving me their version of what they think took place. Just don't try and feed me the official one because I already know better. That's the only, the only version of this story I will dismiss outright is the one they're fucking telling me is the real one. Anything, whatever fucking story the government and the media have decided is what happened is the lie. Everything else is on the fucking table. You're an idiot at this point if you believe any of these people. Someone's head is on the line here, okay? Uh, not just one, several people's heads are on the line to keep this quiet. Because if it is what they're saying it is, then that means about six layers of people are gonna get shit canned over it, okay? Which means it's probably something else. And it's probably something even fucking worse. But they're not gonna tell you and you'll never know the truth because they'll never fucking come clean about it. They hide everything, especially when it comes to the fucking US military. The biggest lying cunt rags on fucking planet Earth. If there was ever going to be a group of people that hid shit longer than anybody, it's the Pentagon. So, so I, be, I guess I'm basically I'm just telling you guys this right here. Everything is bullshit. Everything is bullshit. Everything is racist. Everything is racist. Always time. Everything is bullshit. Everything is bullshit. Everything is racist. Everything is racist. All the time. Everything is bullshit. <laughs> okay. I may have stumbled on like a, a fucking rabbit trail though. What if it was a chick with a dick? What if the reason that they can't tell you why your fucking $80 million piece of hardware went down, it wasn't because China hacked it or anything scary like that. It was because they let some fucking freakazoid go up there in his fucking rouge and stupid fuck crash the plane because he wasn't qualified. What if it was that? What if it was actually some fucking retarded tranny who's been triple jabbed, fucking stroked out mid-flight, got him raging hard on, ah, ah, hit the controls, just took the whole fucking thing out. I hope it's something like that. I don't even want it to be scary. 
I don't want uh, look. Some people say, oh, let's 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 go down this other path. It's like some kind of world fucking you know ending nuclear fucking power that wanted our stealth jet to infiltrate and bomb America. Fuck that. That's too scary. Let's just go the other route. If everything is woke and gay, then wh why couldn't it just have been a totally unqualified transvestite that took the fucking jab and stroked out? That's like way funnier. You know what I mean? That would be way funnier. Just fucking chick with a dick with the rouge. <sighs> fucking blacked out. They're like, dude, he never even passed basic. Why the fuck did you let him get in that plane? They're like, oh, I don't know, man. Equity. It's like, oh, that's great. Fucking equity. Hmm? Lauren's hoping for aliens. I don't... Look, human beings can't even, like, comprehend humanity. Add in aliens, and that's the whole fucking end of everything. People are too goddamn dumb. You know what I mean? Too dumb. You can't... You're not even ready to have that type of availability right now. Like, human beings aren't ready for that. They're not ready for those type of possibilities. Anyway, so there's our F-35 discussion. <coughs> I'm going to move on with it because I don't think... There's anything else I can add to it, even though I want to make fun of it some more. Um, I'm also going to delete this video of Greg Gutfeld because it's going to make me rage if I play it again. So we're done with that. Next up, prayers for Nick Chubb of the Cleveland Browns. I will not be playing this injury. If you saw the pictures or the video, you'd already understand it was catastrophic. Nick Chubb, a University of Georgia alum, a hell of a running back, the best player on that team. Uh, a really, really solid human being. Nick Chubb is who you would want your uh, young man to uh, strive to be as far as, as, a, as an athlete. Nick had a catastrophic injury back in the 2015-2016 season at Georgia that many thought would end his career. He rehabbed from that. It was the same leg. So he blew out that knee on the same leg again. The injury was horrific. Um... Normally, I would probably say, you know, this is not going to look good, but I will tell you this. It's Nick Chubb. All right. So all I'm going to say is it's Nick Chubb. And if there was going to be a player that would attack his rehabilitation and come back all the way from this, it'd probably be this guy. All right. It probably, it would probably be this guy. And uh, the injury is absolutely horrific if you've uh, seen it. You know, then, you know, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, I don't recommend you uh, trying to watch it because it's it's pretty nasty stuff. But NFL has really had some bad luck uh, on Monday Night Football. I mean, really bad luck. Monday Night Football has been you had Nick Chubb last night. The week before that, you had Aaron Rodgers. And if you go back to last season, you had fucking old old boy from the Bills dropped dead on the field and they had to revive him. So Monday Night Football, probably not the place that you want to be playing right now. Um, yeah, bad, bad fucking bad few weeks in a row of Monday Night Football. I, and I don't know. I don't, someone said karma. No, I don't believe in that. It's football. I, I'm not, that's not my deal. I don't, I don't roll with that shit. You know, Nick Chubb was a good dude. He didn't do shit wrong. That's a good person. So Nick Chubb is going to be out for the season, probably out most of next year too, uh, depending on that severity of that knee. But uh, it's football. I think it's one of the things that I also don't want to like over, 
how do I put this? Sports in particular, but football specifically, is violent. That's why it's awesome. That's why football is awesome. Because it is violent. It is physically fucking violent. There's a finality to football that you can't find in other sports. There's a sacrifice that goes into playing that sport that you cannot replicate in other ones. You just can't. Uh, you, you, there's a reason you don't have pickup football games in full gear and, and helmets and shoulder pads. You can do pickup anything. Dudes play baseball and softball into their fucking 70s, okay? Pick up basketball, same thing. Volleyball, same thing. Tennis, golf. You don't play pickup football past the age of 22 because that's pretty much you throw on shoulder pads and a helmet and you could fucking end your life. And uh, But that's what makes it great. That's what makes it a modern fucking like sport of gladiators. And, uh, and I love the sport. I love the sport. I love everything about it. Uh, I think it's unfortunate what happened to Nick Chubb. It's a totally unavoidable injury. If you're running between the tackles, it's the most dangerous place to be. You're, you're liable to get hit in the head or what happened to Nick Chubb, you got high load. One guy went high, one guy went fucking low. His body went this way, his legs went that way, and that was the fucking end of his knee. So that's, that's football. That's the way it goes. Norma, nobody cares about your crybaby shit on YouTube. Really? I don't give a crap about any sport they don't play because they love the sport anymore. Norma, honey, love. I understand you've been consuming nothing but conservative media that have fed you that. But babe, that is a totally inaccurate statement. Like completely. 95% um, of the NFL are dudes that don't get paid jack shit. And they kill themselves because they absolutely love the sport. Um, you need to spend more time with athletes. That's the typical conservative fucking talking point. And I love you guys, but dude, 2017 wants its narrative back. Kaepernick's not around anymore, okay? Nobody's fucking taking a knee for the national anthem. Stop it. Just stop it. Like, you're talking out of your ass. And the thing is, unless you've waddled your fucking ass down to a football field, college, pro, high school, I don't give a fuck, or even some of these other athletes and actually seen what these people are sacrificing to try and play in this sport, um, you really can't speak on it. Just stay in your lane. I don't want to be a prick, okay? Because I know you're a fan. But I'm not trying to be a prick but you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And this happens because you're repeating what all of the conservative media has told you. They all do this over and over and over again. And the people that do it are usually not former athletes. It's some fucking twink fag like Ben Shapiro or fucking Matt Walsh. It's guys that literally were sucking dick in high school instead of actually competing in violent sports. You understand? That's who's perpetuating that shit. Fucking nerds that could never, ever, ever actually get onto the fucking field at any level of any sport. Don't listen to these people, okay? You can't play football just for money. And if you do, you wash out really quick. All you have to do is talk to football players and find out. You just, you, if you saw at that level, if you actually made it down to that level to have a conversation, you would understand, holy shit, you have to love this. Because if you don't love this, you will get broken in half and you will be gone. Outskis. Gone, gone. Just trust me. I can't speak to basketball players and baseball and all these other sports, but it's specifically on football. Trust me. 
That ain't one that you can just walk on and be like, oh, I, I don't care. I think I'll just play it for fun. I'll play it for just the money. Uh, no, doesn't work that way. All right, we got a lot more show left. I still have to tackle the Ray Epps issue. We still got to talk about Donald Trump open up a can of whoop ass on Biden and DeSantis. And I got a shitload of memes that are fucking hilarious. They were working overtime yesterday on some funny stuff. You guys are going to love all of them. But first, let's take care of MAGA Commerce. Hi Barbie. Hi Ken. Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. That's Barbie. Just kidding. It's Randy. Seriously, it is. And uh, look at all the goodies she has. She's so pretty. Here we go. Arcana Naturals. Summer blockbuster. Oh, my God. We're winding down. It's almost over. Summer's almost over. But you know what? The sale is not because the new products are here. That's the micellar water cleanser and makeup remover. Look, you're going to put on the makeup. You put on your war paint. You go out into the world. You're trying to survive another day, right? Trying to make a little money, raise some kids, get laid, get a date, whatever you got to do. Try to do your thing. You put on your war paint. You come home, long day, long day. You're grinding out there. Maybe you're running kids around to schools and in sports. Maybe you're cooking, doing some fucking laundry like you should be. Or maybe even better, you're satisfying your husband's every needs. You know what? You're going to get sweaty. Your mascara is probably going to run if you're doing it right. And you're going to want to take that shit off of your face. And you're not going to want to have to scrub for hours on end. What you're going to want to do is use this brand new water cleanser and makeup remover so you can get all of that shit clean off of your face easily. It's going to make you feel better. And you're not going to have to struggle and fucking chafe your skin trying to get it off. No, 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 not at all. It can be used as a facial cleanser or a makeup remover. There's no harsh chemicals. It won't irritate your skin, your skin. And you don't even have to rinse it if you don't want, which is great. Hydrates and... Uh, or excuse me, it's got the no mess pump top bottle, which all of you ladies know how much you like a no mess pump top bottle for clean application. And then you could pair that with the brand new leave-in conditioner and detangler because your shit will look like a rat's nest if you're rolling around in the hay. And uh, this is going to hydrate and nourish your hair all day for softness and shine and uh, lightweight formula that won't weigh your hair down. So Look, I don't use these products because I'm a dude, but my wife does. And I can tell you, she loves them. She swears by them. She believes in them. Arcananaturals.com. Get the entire bundle today. You just head on over there. Or you can use promo code DILLY10 for 10% off on individual items. That's promo code DILLY10 for 10% off on individual items. Arcananaturals.com. Our other sponsor of the day, ooh, seaofmud.com. They are back. They make apparel that speaks for you. It's pretty damn cool. This is a good one. Uh, we are a fighter fighter owned and operated American made with locally sourced manufacturing that works as hard as you do. Now, some of their threads aren't for the faint of heart. They, uh, they actually make sure of it. And uh, from the ashes of the Alamo to the victory that is now Texas, Sea of Mud is America's rural country personified. It's a one-stop shop for American culture. Our threads are bound to make a statement that is, is as bold as the American spirit. And this one's the one they're really promoting right now, and they should because it's cool as shit. 
It's uh, our take on the instantly iconic Trump mugshot. It's available now. This is uh, a no bandwagon tee. This tribute to the people's champion features bold original art and it looks fantastic. Really cool shirt. I hope you guys will check it out. You can use promo code The Dilly Show for 10% off. That's promo code The Dilly Show at seaofmud.com. Seaofmud.com. Check them out today. And without any further ado, Randy's Booty. Let's get Yeah. All right, we're still rolling. We're rolling. Oh man, I gotta tell you guys, uh, dude. Me and Trev got the best prank on Randy yesterday. It was so funny. So there is uh, in the works a potential piece of apparel coming for you uh, this winter that I'm working on right now, and uh, it is going to hopefully be a Randy piece of apparel i'll just say that okay it's gonna be a randy piece of apparel all right now trev and i got it in our heads that it would be really funny if we sent her the image and i told trev it'd only be believable if you send it and you just send it to her and say here's the final that brendan approved to send off to the printer right so so, Tre so Trev did. He sent it to her. He goes, hey, here's the final that Brendan just approved and sent to the printer. <laughs> and it didn't say Randy. It fucking said Randolph. You should have heard her scream. She was like, what is this? What is this? I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, what's wrong with it? She's like, it says Randolph. I'm like, what's your name? She's like, no, it's not. Oh, dude, she was so fucking mad. I was laughing so hard. Oh, I couldn't. I was just dying laughing. I got to hear her go, Randolph? You fucking put Randolph on this? Why'd you put Randolph? And I was like, uh, sorry, Randolph. Yeah, it was really funny. Um, So, yeah, we we got her pretty good yesterday. That's solid. Yeah, she hates that shit. For a while, dude, we spent a year calling her Rahandi because I told her she was fucking Indian. Uh, yeah, I lied to her. I told her it was Randolph. We were going to brand that shit forever. Just to be a dick, because that's what we do. When you're a fucking asshole, you think, and you think things are funny that people don't, you say, hey, this is fucking funny. Here you go. All right, so next we're going to talk about uh, probably sexual assault. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a joke for that, but we're going to talk about it, so I thought we'd play a meme that's kind of sexually assaulty. <laughs> okay, that was funny. Mags! Bill Clinton was a known sexual predator when Democrats voted him into the White House. Once in office, Clinton used his powerful position to sexually assault young women. Hillary silenced and slandered Bill's victims. I think we're gonna find some other things. And I think that when all of this is put into context and we really look at the people involved here, look at their motivations, look at their backgrounds, look at their past behavior, some folks are gonna have a lot to answer for. After his presidency, Bill Clinton regularly kept the company of Democrat donor and known pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. According to flight logs and Epstein's victims, Clinton traveled on Epstein's private jet to his private rape island. The Clinton Foundation accepted money from Epstein regularly, and the disgraced pedophile even had this painting of Clinton hanging in his Manhattan mansion. 
So there you go. So this is what an actual pederast looks like, right? And they're disgusting, and you kind of know it because it's fucking Bill Clinton. Now, the reason we're talking about that is because certain individuals have strayed away from what they're allowed to discuss. And uh, one of those individuals is this guy. YouTube has suspended Russell Brand from making money off the streaming site after sex assault claims. Now, here's the deal. I don't know Russell Brand. I don't particularly like Russell Brand. I don't necessarily dislike him either. But what I will tell you is he was a fucking actor during the heyday of degeneracy in Hollywood. And that doesn't make him guilty at all, just so we're clear. It doesn't make him guilty at all. It just makes me not want to jump in the fucking ring and defend him. Do I think that they're slandering him now because he's speaking out against the wrong entities? Yes, I do. I believe that these are targeted attacks that are deliberately being deployed because he was gaining too much momentum, speaking out against things that they have said he can't speak out against. I believe that 100%. Do I know whether or not any of these people are telling the truth about this guy? No. Why? Because he's a fucking actor. And I don't give a shit who the fucking actor is. You don't get the benefit of the doubt from me. No fucking actor gets the benefit of the doubt from me. You can believe that they're setting him up and putting out this information because of what he said about them while simultaneously being uh, real about the fact that he was a fucking piece of shit actor that may or may not have done these things. They both can be true. I think people always look at it like binary. Like when Tucker Carlson says, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Tucker Carlson used to email with Hunter Biden. You don't get to tell me about whether Tucker thinks somebody has good character. Tucker Carlson just came out in an interview seven months ago and admitted he didn't know his ass from a hole in the ground for fucking 20 years. Literally, he was like, I'm embarrassed. And you know what? You fucking should be. So we already know he's not a good judge of character. So when you see Tucker Carlson coming out and all of a sudden being like, this is all targeted. Yeah, fine. It probably is targeted. You don't know that motherfucker. You were working for CNN fucking 10 years ago telling us that Hunter Biden was a good guy. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Dude, you're a great journalist in a shitty fucking discernment. It, it blows my mind how people rewrite history. People like me that are consistently fucking accurate about people's character, they're like, you're a dick. I'm like, okay, fine. Tucker Carlson fucking builds an entire career working for cunts and fake news and fucking befriends some of the shittiest human beings on planet Earth and does a mea culpa like a nine months ago. And everybody's like, he's the best. He should be the next presidential candidate. Shut the fuck up, you retards. Are you shitting me? You shitting me right now? The truth is, I don't fucking know Russell Brand. And I didn't particularly like him before he decided to wake his ass up. And I don't really like him now. It doesn't mean that I don't think he doesn't tell the truth, okay? And I, and I don't know if he did these things. I hope not. I think he has a wife and family. He looks like he's a happy person. But unfortunately, if you do shady shit in your past, it could come back to bite you in the ass. <clears throat> but I'm just telling you, unless you want to look like an absolute simp retard, never just fucking immediately jump in and be like, I've got to defend. Because some of the people you're trying to defend are pieces of shit. You understand me? Some of the people that you're jumping in the defense of, you don't fucking know them. And you're going to look like an idiot. You're going to find out, oh shit. You're going to find out, oh, oh fuck. 
You don't know this guy. Fucking three years ago, Russell, he's not even a Trump guy. He's a fucking, at, at best, at best, he's a fucking libertarian, at best. I just, I watch a lot, I watch a lot of conservatives. And I think you guys really like taking up the underdog role. But the problem is you're easily manipulated with people who are like, I'm an underdog. And you're like, oh, I will defend you. And it's like, dude, some of these people should get steamrolled. Like some of these people should get steamrolled and why you stand in front of them in all of conservative media does it. They all do it. And I understand why, because most of them are attention whores who are desperately trying to chase after headlines for relevancy. They can't really create their own content. So they're like, oh, watch out, man. Oh, fuck, I got to get an interview with him. This is so sad. It's like, is it sad? Is it fucking sad? You're declaring that from your fucking house and God knows where? Have you met him? Oh, no, no, I don't know him. So you've never met him? No. Did you know him back when he was partying like a fucking rock star doing copious amounts of drugs in Hollywood? No, I didn't know him back then. That's weird, but you're, you're willing to put your own fucking integrity and your own work name on the line defending him? Really? Fuck you. Fuck these people. There's a reason that some of these people are selected. They're selected because they have dirt on them. This is how the game is played. Hey, cunt. I'm going to let you be famous and make you rich. Oh, great. Thank you. I appreciate you making me super rich and famous. Yeah, but we know about that shit you did. Which shit? The shit with the girl with the thing and the thing? Oh, fuck. You know about that? Yeah, we're the ones who sent her to your room. Okay, well, what do you want? Like, nothing. I just want you to know we know about it. Go have fun. Okay, thank you. They go about their lives. They make shitloads of money. They get super famous. And then they get up and start talking shit. And they're like, oh, this and that. Oh, fuck the government. Fuck big pharma. And all of a sudden, those motherfuckers are like, hey, remember that we knew about that thing you did? And you're like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. And they're like, no, we have pictures. We have the whole thing. We have evidence. And then they're like, oh, shit. I better get Trump supporters to defend me since everybody else are a bunch of pussies. And then, like fucking clapping seals, MAGA's like, oh, this is the left. It's just the left is trying to attack. Like, dude, are you serious? Really? You don't think there's pedophiles on the right? You don't think there's fucking rapists on the right? Are you serious? They have learned nothing? Dennis Hastert? Wasn't he a Republican? Dude was fucking kids in Chicago? Danny Hastert? Denny? Dennis? What the fuck was that guy's name? Dude was a full-blown pedophile. Banging kids. Republican. There's a bunch of these fucking people. Don't you ever stand in front of these fucking people taking bullets. They won't, they're not taking bullets for you. They're not taking bullets for you. Stop doing that. Stop putting your own, Denny Haster, is that what his name was? Yeah, dude was fucking kids. Yeah, he was the speaker of the house, wasn't it? Yeah, he was like a speaker of the house. Just telling you, there's a bunch of these fucking disgusting, vile creatures and it ain't on a fucking, it ain't how they vote. Got it? Just trust me on this one. You don't want to fucking, don't start, you just got to break that habit of standing in front of uh, snipers for scumbags. I don't fucking believe, here's what I'm going to say officially, okay? I don't fucking believe Russell Brand. Now, I don't believe all the people and I don't believe his ass either. Unfortunately for him, 
It's probably something in the middle. But I don't fucking, I don't like, his, his vibe is wrong. Sorry, his vibe is wrong. It's always been fucking wrong. And, uh, and I think he fucked with the wrong people and now he's got a problem. And you know what? I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Turn the page. Now, what is interesting though, is this. Russell Brand demonetized on YouTube and the new rule has been implemented. You will now get demonetized on YouTube if your quote, off-platform behavior harms its ecosystem. This is called social credit. Ah, I'm sure this economic censorship is going to be used with extreme uh, parsimony and will never be, uh, yeah, well, I don't know what you're gonna say. Uh, if a creator's off-platform behavior harms our users, employees, or ecosystem, we take action to protest the criminality or the to pro protest they did yeah, pro protect the community. A YouTube spokesperson said. Social credit. Social credit. Here it is. This is social credit now. So it starts with YouTube. So next, here's what let me let me tell you what's gonna happen. You're gonna go into your Bank of America and they're gonna say, Oh, welcome, Allison. And you're gonna say, Oh, hi. And they're gonna say, Hey, we have a uh, a little bit of unfortunate news. And they're going to hand you an envelope with a cashier's check for the total amount that your bank account had in it. And you're going to say, I don't understand what's happening. What do you, what, why are you giving me this money? What's well, all of the money you've had with our institution? Okay, I've been banking here for 28 years. Why are you giving me my money? Because you're no longer welcome in this establishment and we're going to have to ask you to leave at this time. I'm sorry, what? I don't understand. You've been my teller since our kids were in the second grade together. They're now in college. What do you mean? Listen, I don't want you to make a scene. I'm just letting you know we have a new policy and unfortunately some of your behavior uh, outside of the bank has brought shame and embarrassment to the bank and you will no longer be allowed to bank with us. I'm, wait, what? What the hell are you talking about? Do I really need to pull up the Facebook post, ma'am? I'm sorry, you, did you say Facebook? Yeah, welcome to social credit. So, like I said, you can absolutely defend Russell Brand cancel getting canceled this way and still think he's a bit of a cunt because I believe both are true at the same time. Social credit. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Speaking of cuds, how about uh, how about that Hunter Biden, huh? Huh? Maze Moore knocked it out of the park, bro. That was my protege. I went one time for 13 days without sleeping and smoking crack and drinking vodka exclusively throughout that entire time. <laughs> I probably smoke more Parmesan cheese than anyone. What an idiot. Oh, what a loser. Yeah, I, uh, I'm a Biden. We cried too much. Yeah. <laughs> I rode my bike over to a cemetery nearby. Her boyfriend just died. Yeah, I'll throw in a wedding every now and then. But funerals are insane. Overwhelming grief. The chicks are so horny, it's not even fair. Yeah. Crazy horny. Grief turned into a, 
a hope for a love. Grief is nature's most powerful aphrodisiac. Trust in the process. Saturday. I got one Saturday. You're coming with. Yeah. Oh, that's a great clip. That's solid. Well done, Maze. <laughs> that's some funny ass shit. Shit. There we go. Ray Epps has been charged with a single felony for January 6th. Disruptive or disorderly conduct. Let's see if he's treated the same as other J6 defendants or if the regime gives him special fed treatment do we do we even have to speculate you already know you already know this motherfucker is gonna get a pass you already fucking know he's absolutely going to get a pass why wouldn't they i'll bet they're saying there's even a chance this fucking guy is gonna plead out isn't that great he's gonna fucking plead out uh to a misdemeanor at least that's what our friend Raheem Kassan from the National Pulse is speculating. He thinks this is definitely going to end up being a plea deal for a misdemeanor. It's a single count. Literally nobody else in this whole bullshit situation has received this type of treatment. Uh, even Julie Kelly, who you may or may not be a fan of. She's a lawyer, so I'm not a fan. But even Julie is out here telling you uh, this lame single charge tells us everything we didn't know about Ray Epps. No obstruction felony? No civil disorder charge? Not even a trespassing on restricted grounds misdemeanor? Can't even tell you the last time I saw an information misdemeanor version of indictment for a J6er on a sole count. Not sure it exists, but we'll check. So, Ray Epps is a fucking fed. And I'm going to continue to hammer on something too that I think is still weird. Do you guys find it super fucking weird that Ray Epps, who was very clearly a Fed and was encouraging people to enter the Capitol on January 6th, he lived in Queen Creek, Arizona, where I lived. This is not a big area. It's a tiny-ass fucking area. I mean, it's grown a lot, but... I still have a hard time wrapping my mind around of all places in this country that somebody could have been from that would have been like that. Yeah, and dude lived, he lived like four miles from me. I mean, that's just weird, right? I just, I still to this day, I was like, I remember when I found out about that, they were like, and I always thought Ray Ups looked familiar but I never could paint it. I was like, oh, that's weird. And then when they his name got known, they're like, oh, he's from Queen Creek. And I was like, what? I was like, he, because I knew he looked familiar. I'm like, that big bastard looks familiar. And I could never play. I never thought twice about it until they said where he was from. And I'm like, I knew I've seen that motherfucker. I knew I had seen him. And I'm like, because we only had one post office in town. Like, it was a tiny little shit post office that I was at every single day getting my mail, fan mail. And I'm like, dude had a fucking ranch like four, three, four miles from my house. It's crazy. It's such a strange thing. 
You never know, man. There's some very odd things that happen in this world that you kind of look and go, how did that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer. Fucking Ray Epps. What a twat. All right. Where are we at on time? We're good on time. Oh, we're good on time. Look at me. Look at me feeling better being all efficient and shit. Hey, Trout. Trout's here. Hey, Trout. Did you really get a new F-350? Did you really get a new truck? I thought you said you got a new truck, but I couldn't tell if you were trolling. Did Trout get a new truck? Money bags. Hey, money bags Trout. Did you get a new truck? Hmm? Somebody, I need, to, I need answers on this. I saw the rumor that Trout got a new truck. I bet he did, son of a bitch. Oh, you need one? You see, you just lie on social media for clout? <laughs> just kidding. Ah, uh, I must have, maybe I read your tweet wrong. Were you just saying something that you were, you were trying to get a truck? I think he was saying he wanted an F-350. I don't know. I saw the shit. I was like, what? Truck got a fucking F-350? I was like, what's up, money bags? What's up, baller? Well, I thought it was cool. All right. Well, never mind. Never mind. Trout didn't get a new truck, so it's nothing to talk about here. I do want to talk about this, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys want to see some shit that's going to feel good? It fucking made me feel good. Made me feel extra good. Boom. Boom. Indiana Senator Mike Braun endorses Trump, adding to the growing list of elected officials backing the 45th president. Boom. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Trump continues to collect all of the endorsements. Now, why would that happen? Besides the fact that Donald Trump is the man. Let's talk about just how much of a man that man is. Boom shakalaka. Oh, wow. That's a kick in the dick. Yeah, that's a dick shot. Dick shot for DeSantis. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Little D down to 10% in the National Republican primary, according to the Harvard-Harris poll. Little D fucking hanging on to double digits by a fucking slightest little fucking pinky nail slimmest of margins little d sitting at 10 percent. oh my god his people are fucking melting melting these weird motherfuckers are absolutely losing their marbles it is weird as shit meanwhile little d is still out begging for money doing weird things being generally overall uh, unlikable and a twat, and Miguel Forty captured it for us. So I don't. Did you guys hear? Did you guys hear? Did, 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 did you guys? You guys? You guys hear? The
like you're a fool for that one. <laughs> All right. It's not going well. Little D's got fucking problems. Trump's army of online trolls wants squashed meatball DeSantis to be dead on arrival in 2028 too. Who said that again? Who, who said DOA? Hmm. Wasn't that on a fucking episode of The Dilly Show recently? I feel like there was a, maybe, <laughs> maybe I had mentioned, D I don't know. Who knows? I, I, maybe it's a coincidence. It's a coincidence, I'm sure. I'm sure they're not referring to us. Wait, that was Mega Devil Dog? Oh, I'm sorry. I just fucked that up. That was Devil Dog. I'm sorry, Devil Dog. I just assumed it was California because he hates DeSantis so much. Oh, my bad. I oh, I feel horrible. My bad. You know what? Here, Devil Dog, I'll even it out for you. What we'll do is I'm going to play a California meme and I'm going to say it was yours. See, that'll work. That's only fair. I've got one more in the chamber here and I'm just going to tell everybody it was it was MAGA Devil Dog. Sorry, sorry, California. No, yeah, it's fine. Anyways, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> I've got a really great MAGA Devil Dog meme coming up here in a second, you guys. It's going to be so good. Yeah, so he worked really hard under like that, that last meme that was really averaged by California. <laughs> you know what's hella funny about that? While I was playing, I, I had written down that it was, I, I fucking typed the wrong name in there. And while I was playing, I was like, Here's, here's a true story. So <laughs> this is all funny. I was watching it and I was like, I didn't think that Miguel Fornia would ever select this music for one of his memes. <laughs> and I was like, this feels more like a devil dog meme. And I was like, maybe Mike wanted to try something different. <laughs> That's what I, I was thinking that while I was playing. Like I was sitting there and I was like, I was like, boy, he's expanding his, his fucking style, I guess. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Mate, Devil Dog did two DeSantis memes. Are you sure? Oh, I don't think. Wait, he did two. Oh, Mike didn't do any memes. Where's the memes that I downloaded from Mike? You guys got me all fucked up. We're disorganized. Start labeling your shit, okay? Put your fucking name on your videos, please. Because I can't tell anymore. Because you guys you guys put Dilly Meme Team and then I, I have to guess. True story. All right. All right. Fucking meeting. Meeting for the team right now. Do I have a meeting? I don't. How do I call a meeting on the Dilly Show? Hmm. We don't have a calling of a meeting. I mean, that's fine though. Uh, wait, where's my hammer? Did I ever unpack my hammer? I guess I never did. Okay, well, that's <laughs> that's unfortunate. All right, we're having a meeting. Okay, I've been struggling for the last week or two with something. I don't know whose memes I'm playing anymore because I love you guys and you put Dilly Meme Team. And I have been deciphering whose memes are what based on recognizing your styles. So I've been sitting there and I'm like, that feels like, and then I guess, and I play the first 30 seconds of the meme when I get on set. And I'm like, trying to remember who told me what. They're like, I'm like, who, who gave this to me this morning? And I'm like, I think it was, and then I'm like guessing. And I'm guessing on the style or the color or the music. I'm like, who would do, who uses those transitions? And, and you know what? I, I have, I've been fucking up a lot lately. 
because you guys make a lot of memes. So anyway, yeah. How come I, so who's, hold on. So if that was, okay, you know what? We're coming back to this. We're not done with this story. Cause now I feel bad. Cause I just gave someone to work very hard on that. Very, I mean, you could tell, okay. He worked very hard on that. And, and I gave somebody else credit for his homework. And that is, that is super unfortunate. <coughs> now back to this story though. This is extremely important. All right, here we go. So they're saying he's dead on arrival. And then you get to this and there's obviously a purposeful pivot to the general happening in Trump world, which is why you see an increased focus on Biden. The second Trump advisor told the Daily Beast. Still, the advisor and occasional anti-DeSantis poster continued that, quote, things got so personal in the primary that I don't think Team Trump will ever fully take their boot off of Ron's tiny neck until they feel like he's not just dead on arrival in 2024, but also dead on arrival in 2028. So this is also true. This is extremely, everybody believes this. We all agree. He got very personal. Got very personal. They also actually blame the memes. They said the memes got out of control. Yeah. Yeah, they said the memes got out of control. I don't know what they're talking about. I think the memes were extremely in control. They were reasonable. They were fair. They were accurate. How could you say this is out of control? I feel safe in here to drive around all night long, contemplating the important questions of life. Who am I? Why did I make the mistake and run against Trump? Why couldn't God make me taller so I didn't have to wear high heels? Why do I get so sweaty? When I'm done rolling up this booger, should I eat it or throw it out the window? Feels good. like a tiny little tennis ball. Hi there, little fella. I'll eat you, then get some pudding at the gas station. <laughs> really nice job on that one, California. That was really good. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. That was C3P meme and, uh, and Mo and his balls. Yeah, that was... That was actually Mo and his balls in C3P meme. And that was a really, that was a really, that's just a nice, that was a nice meme. I don't think there was anything wrong with that. I don't know what the problem is. Oh, we're, we are being mean. Yeah, give, give me a fucking break. Nobody's even begun to be meme yet. Mean, meme, 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 meme. There's something about a check that to a man is not masculine. I don't know exactly what it is. I think to a man, a check is like a note from your mother that says, I don't have any money, but if you contact these people, I'm sure they'll stick up for me. If you could just trust me this one. I don't have any money, but I have these. I wrote on these. Is this of any value at all? <laughs> okay, who did that one? Who did that one? I don't know who made that meme. Was was that one the Devil Dog? Did Devil Dog make that one? Good job, MAGA Devil Dog. I believe you made that meme, maybe. Really nice work. No one knows 
We'll never actually know. Oh, so Mike's trying to take credit for that one too? Okay, nice. Okay, fine. Miguelifornia gets all of the credit then. You know, it'd be really funny as if I said Hogman made that. <laughs> it was a Hogman. He, was, he popped his head up long enough to make a meme. He's like, hey, I made a meme. There you go. Good, good job, Hogman. Just kidding. We, we know Hogman didn't make that meme. Because there's not enough uh, angry music or violence or discussions of gangbangs. Otherwise, it's, it's not a Hogman meme unless it's got those three elements. There is this one, though. Who is this weird little guy? You have to understand that is Donald Trump's only plumb line. You know, a tree bias fruit. There is nothing other than ego. Are you, are you blind? Are you blind? Just watch. Just watch. Good job. That's funny. Good job, Leah memes. Excellent job. That was really nice. She played the song too herself. Anyway, nice job. That was a that was a great job. I'm sure that was hers. I'm, I mean, I'm guessing. See, how the fuck am I supposed to know who made that? Hmm? Who made that? Could have been Mike. Could have been Devil Dog. Who made that meme? I don't. Maybe I made that meme. Did I make that meme? My name was on it. Is that my meme? Did I make a meme? It was Leah. She made that meme. She was playing the music. <laughs> oh, Mike crossed the line with that joke. It was Devil Dog? Are you sure? I thought he made the other one. I thought he made the Lincoln commercial. No? I actually do have a Devil Dog meme that's scary. It's super scary. But we're not going to play it yet because we're not there. We're not there yet. We're almost there. Hold your horses, everybody. Hold your horses. The memes are mean. You guys are bullying people out of the race. Trying to ruin their lives. Me. Me. National poll. Trump dead even with Biden. This is why they're shitting their pants. All of the polls show the same thing. Over and over and over again, Trump is either leading Biden or tied with Biden, even when they try to slant polls to Biden. Brutal. Rod DeSantis, at least in this one. Look at him. Look at Rod, dude. 13, buddy. That's better than 10, right? Huh? Right, Rod? 13's better than 10, dude. Look at you. You're within 50. You're only down 46. That's a fucking, you can do that. You just chip away like two to three points a month for the next, you know, fucking three and a half years. Do you have a win? You can totally win this thing by 2027. Rod, 2027's your year, bro. Don't let them fuck. Don't let the haters. You're going to catch Trump. You will catch Trump in his third year of his second term. You're going to get him, dude. You're going to eventually get there. Roderick, 
DeSantis. Yeah, you're doing great, buddy. Keep going, man. Now, who you should be worried about is that fucking douchebag that's lurking. Lurking. The man that it's decomposing in front of the entire country and we're all supposed to sit back and just be like, yeah, he's totally a president and stuff and everybody pretend he's real and not totally fake. Honey? What's wrong? Mom. Who's that? Go back. God, Hugh White, that was terrifying. Dude, that was, Hugh White memes really good. That's a throwback. He's been making those good ones for a long, long time. It's <laughs> a really good job, buddy. It was nice of you to put Mega Devil Dog's name on that so he felt, you know, like he was included today. It was good. It was a nice job, Hugh, to include that. Jeez, you know, that's a nice, that's a good, that's how you know you have real friends. Is when they're like, you know, sneaking in. They're like, oh, this is, this is devil dogs. And you're like, mm -mm, I know better. Yeah, that was nice. That was solid. That was a good hello meme, if you will. <laughs> Fuck this. When do you guys come do my job for a while? I'll make memes. You come sit here. You guys come sit here. You fucking do this. We're going to have devil dog come sit here. And then I'll make, I'll make like shitty memes and just like give them to be like, hey, bro, say, here's my thing I made for you today. And then you'll be like. Oh, yeah, Brendan fucking still sucks at memes. <laughs> Mike, I'm not playing your earpiece guy today. Hey, Randy, Randy, send over your meme real quick, honey. Remember the meme you made for the team? It was so good. It, could you send that to me on uh, Telegram real quick? I that one, that's one of the better memes we've had in a long time. And, you know, we played it on one show, but I, it's like a show like today is when you want to give thanks to all your meme team. And uh, that was a good one. She'll forward it to me. Yeah, she'll send it to me and then we'll play it because it's it's good. It's like what happened. It's really, it's art because that's what Randy does. You know what else is art? This brand new President Trump radio ad playing on a radio station uh, near you today. They're America's auto workers. They helped build our country and keep us on the move. And we've always been able to count on them during times of war, peace, prosperity, and tough times. Yet all they've ever wanted is to compete fairly worldwide and get their fair share of the American dream. Donald Trump calls them great Americans 
and has always had their backs, from tax cuts for their families to playing hardball with China. Biden, he's turned his back on the auto workers by cutting a deal that uses American tax dollars to help fund China's electric car business. That's a stake in the heart for American auto workers, and they can count on President Trump to change that. I'm Donald Trump, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Donald J. Trump for President 2024, Inc. Fuck yeah. I mean, yeah, great ad, President Trump. I like that one a lot. <laughs> I love that one. That's good. Uh, that's so good. Anyway, I know. Isn't that great? I just, I, that's a good radio ad. So that leads to our next announcement. It's a big deal. President Donnie J. Trump apparently has decided he doesn't need to go debate 9% tiny D. Uh, he doesn't feel like being on a stage with a bunch of fucking single-digit cunts. So he's uh, skipping the second GOP debate, you guys. President Trump continues to be like, I'm not coming to your gay little party. You guys can, you know, tuck your wieners back and fucking, you know, do what you're going to do, but I'm not going to be a part of it. So this is it. So this is what, what he's doing. He's, he's going to go give a speech to the, uh, the auto workers in Detroit, which is a winning message. This is where he, he is going to win, win, and win. And the way he's going to do it is by pivoting to the general election already, which is exactly what he's doing. This is Trump saying, I skipped the first debate because I didn't think I needed to be there. Then I saw what happened after I skipped it and I was definitely correct. And now that I'm the nominee, even if you fucking retards don't realize it yet, I'm now heading to go start getting support for Democrat uh, fucking uh, auto workers. Smart, brilliant. Brilliant, this is exactly what you're supposed to do. It's exactly what I would want him to do. I was actually... Uh, really excited about this when I saw it announced. I thought it was a great thing. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so there you go. That's a really big deal. That's a good... And that radio ad spot was actually done by Miguel California, I think. <laughs> That's who did the voice work. Miguel California did that ad. It was really good. And uh, And it turned out good. Okay, what's this? Oh, I know what this is. Oh, here we go. Let me just upload it. Just take me a second. Okay. So, as I mentioned, uh, it's a fun day here on The Dilly Show. And we do have some people that are, like, honestly brilliant when it comes to technology. One of those people, and everybody gives her credit. They say, oh, she's so incredible. She makes amazing content, amazing memes. And she does. She's got an eye for visuals. And, uh, and she hasn't been feeling great lately. That's our good friend, Lauren Eve. But Lauren, even with being sick, decided she wanted to make something and uh, say a thank you to all of her, uh, her other memer friends. So she made this. She worked very hard on this, so I hope you guys enjoy it.
big money. That was excellent job, Lauren. <laughs> this, this is <coughs> this is why this is why we get VIP to everything because nobody can do that. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. I know it's pretty good. She does really special stuff. That was uh, Magical Trevor playing the flute, by the way. Shitty flute is what that's called. And no one plays a flute shittier than Magical Trevor. So good job, everybody involved with that. All right. Well, it's time to take up for the ladies. And you know what? Nobody takes up for the ladies quite like Dilly, except for maybe this guy. This is painful. Representative Lauren Bubert's estranged husband takes, <coughs> takes blame for putting her through, quote, devastating divorce, end quote. So, so here's the deal, all right? Here's the deal. If you read this article, Lauren Bubert's ex-husband, who uh, they filed for divorce in May, pretty much admitted he destroyed their marriage. He feels awful because his wife is now on the rebound after 18 years together. She's on the rebound, fucking a Democrat, getting her titties grabbed in a theater. And this dude feels super responsible because the reason their marriage ended, based on what I read, he fucking cheated on her. And I don't think he ever acknowledged that. And I don't think, it, I think most people were speculating that Bobbert was doing a bunch of shady things. But if you read the article uh, and he actually put this on Facebook, he was like, I feel responsible for this. And he was fucking cheating on his wife. Apparently he admitted it. And it ruined their marriage. And now she's on the rebound acting uh, like somebody who doesn't know how to be single because she doesn't. And uh, now, I don't know why he did this. Maybe he did it because he was trying to do the right thing, right? Maybe he was trying to do the right thing. And uh, and actually, his his comments were classy. I'll, be, I'll give the guy credit. Um, and he didn't outright say he cheated on her, by the way. He, he did say some shit that kind of led you to believe he was, uh, guilty of infidelity. Okay. But I don't know if he actually was. With that being said, Lauren Bubert, uh, I kind of feel for this lady based on his words. I kind of think that this lady's probably going through it in a really, really bad way. And it sucks. So, so poor Lauren Bubert. Bob's going crazy. I hear the dog. What's poor Randy's trying to get Bob to be quiet. You guys hear Bob? Is Bob okay, Randy? I don't know what he's barking at. I'm sorry. That's okay. Send him in here. Let's. Yes, bring Bob in. I will have a conversation with my dog that just interrupted my beautiful words about Lauren Bubert. Not red. Keep that other heathen out of here. Fucking Twinkie dog can fuck off. It's Robert. Come here, Bob. Come here, Bob. Come here, fucker. No, what's he doing? He can't be on camera over there. Because the camera's not working. 
That one should be in the crate. The camera's not hooked up, though. Is not? Oh, maybe it is. Hold on. Let me zoom out. Oh, my God. He is really cute. He's an idiot. Can you... Why is it so zoomed in on him? Oh, you know what? Let me fix. I, I know what it is. I know what it is. Let me just... Here we go. All right. So, Bob has entered the building. Oh, is there a mic? Oh, yeah. There's a mic. There's Bob. Uh... He is going absolutely batshit because the dogs across the street are barking at somebody else. It's Robert. Oh, good boy. Yeah, so he thinks he always has to defend the house, especially when Rihanna's not feeling well. Oh, my God. Red. Don't keep the twink dog out of here. Red. Sorry. There's, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> this, what are we doing with dog view? Now my office is all messy. You're showing off my dirty, messy Sorry. office. Well, See, it's see, there he goes. See, it's that's it. That's you. Randy. That's enough. Okay. That's enough of I'm reds. Go He's go back to bed. okay. You go back to bed. All right. There you go. Get Bob the hell out of here too. <laughs> <laughs> Can you take him up there with you? Yeah. Cause he doesn't bark when he stays in the room with you. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> Aren't they funny? Red's like, Ugh. <laughs> Everybody loves Red's face because he's like, Ugh. oh, he's a good dog. Good dogs. All right. Um, let's see here. I got more news for you guys. It's important stuff. So anyway, oh, yeah, Boobert. We talked about that. Poor lady. That sucks. That sucks, dude. I, I think that sucks. She needs to hire me. I, I'm not taking clients, but I would work to help Lauren Boebert. She That seems really upsetting because I don't want to see her fail, dude. Especially knowing that her marriage shit wasn't her fault. That sucks. So this also sucks, though. Uh, J6 prisoner John Strand, who was sentenced to prison for three and a half years for walking inside the Capitol, is now being tortured in isolation. So this guy is a J6er who's being held in a prison in Miami. He is in solitary confinement. He was convicted... And he was at the Capitol that day, not as a J6-like uh, patriot, not that he isn't a patriot. This man, John Strand, was hired by a doctor giving a speech that day to be his security guard, to be his bodyguard. He was there as a bodyguard for somebody else that medical doctor he was watching over ended up in the capitol he walked into the capitol nothing else happened he was given three and a half years in prison and he's currently isolated and being tortured in miami in the prison down there So, pray for this guy, dude. Oh, it was, it was a her? Sorry. Okay. Her bodyguard. Thank you. I guess it was a female. It was a female uh, doctor. But, insane. 
in fucking sane. This is, this is an absolutely horseshit case. The whole thing is shit. It's all dog shit. People, real people's lives are being completely eradicated by the fucking regime that is currently hijacked this nation. You know what's weird is during COVID, we all said this nation will never forgive uh, the, the government for what they did to the, the people during a pandemic, right? Remember that? It was like, oh, during a pandemic, this is how the country behaved and how the government behaved because we had a bunch of really, really illegal shit happening. And then J6 happened and you thought nothing could talk, top COVID and then a bunch of random grandmas and grandpas and just ordinary Americans walked through the Capitol, stayed inside the little fucking barriers, sang songs, took pictures and left. And they're serving fucking three and a half, five, 10, 15, 20 years. It's insane, but it's, it's insane. Absolutely bonkers. And there you go. I don't know. Pray for that guy, man. Pray for all of them. It's fucking awful. Awful. Uh, what other story? I don't want to do this story today. I thought about doing it yesterday. I don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like talking about it. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, here's a good story. And it gives me an excuse to highlight my friend Juanita Broderick. Broderick. She's awesome. We love Juanita. What a great lady. She's always been a sweetheart too. Here we go. Juanita says, here you go. Matt Gates issues subpoena for Hunter Biden. So this is, uh, here we go. Kevin McCarthy. Uh, I, I'm not gonna read the whole fucking letter. I don't feel like it. But yes, they are subpoenaing Hunter Biden. Matt Gates still pushing to remove uh, Kevin McCarthy. Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt going back and forth a bit. Who knows? I don't fucking, I don't trust Congress. People always thought I said that shit and I meant like specific members. I'm like, I don't trust Congress. Any of them. Sorry. I'm sure you're all great people. I'm sure some of you were just totally patriotic. I'm not knocking you. I don't trust any of them. You know what I'm saying? I just, uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't trust Congress. Don't trust the fucking Pentagon. Don't trust the DOJ. It's kind of like, nah, I'm staying in my lane. I'm staying in my lane with what we do. One of the reasons is uh, this meme right here. This is a throwback meme. Now, I want to get this one right because it's really, really good. I think this was little memes. I think it was little. And I, if I remember, I think he did this one. Uh, I think Randy helped him make it. Was by 2023, we will reduce the number of people in the world that cannot afford our medicines by 50%. We don't need bigger knife. Yeah. We got guns, we got guns, we got guns. 
cares? Flowers who cares? Flowers who cares will blow you to pieces. We're killing strangers. We're killing strangers. We're killing strangers so we don't kill the water. Really good meme. I was just kidding, by the way. That wasn't Little and Randy. That was obviously Matt and Devil Dog. Thank you, Devil Dog. It was an excellent job. That was really good. So, yeah, there you go. Credit where credit is due. He probably worked really hard on that. Make sure he gives the right credit. All right, I had this meme that I didn't want to play because it's creepy. <laughs> it's really good, but it's creepy. And it's not creepy like Hello Memes creepy. It's just creepy like, why'd you make this creepy? Uh, and this one, I'm not going to make any jokes. This was made by C3P me. <laughs> I don't know why he made this, but it's so creepy. Senator Vance recently asked the U.S. Director of National Intelligence, along with the Secretaries of State and Defense, if I was working in some capacity for the American government. Simply put, I'm an American serving as a Ukrainian infantry soldier and combat medic who was brought from the Zero Line and assigned to the TDF's media team in the dual role of spokesperson and Russian disinformation analyst. The remaining speculation surrounding me is disappointing. While in Ukraine, we are fighting for global liberty and the ideology of victory. Too many in Moscow and across the world are still caught up in focusing on the tire trope of gender chaos. All right. See, first of all, nice tits, Biden. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Why do you do this to me, C3P? What do you, he just comes across the video and goes, yep, I'm going to fucking make that one Biden. And you're like, don't do that, please. This would be a really funny way to like troll your, God, that's what we should do. You know, memers, I just realized something. We should get in the fucking deep fake, uh, the deep fake revenge meme business. You know what I'm saying? Like you could just, what if, what if we could take out your ex-husband of all of your wedding videos? What if your wedding wasn't to that piece of shit? What if it was somebody you never met? You make them happy. You'd have, we could rewrite whole memories for you. Or, or maybe we do some revenge fucking shit for you uh, with somebody that maybe you put their face onto something. I'm just, you know what? I'm reconsidering this whole thing. We might not be able to help politicians, but maybe we can help everyday Americans. <laughs> like, dude, remember that time I, I married Jason fucking Statham? And you're like, yeah. What do you guys, you guys want to act, you want to marry your celebrity crush? Uh, we can go ahead and reach out to dillymemeteam.com and we will uh, make sure you married your celebrity crush. You show your family and everything. Yeah, you guys can just show your whole families. It'll be great. You got a bitch ex-wife that you want to have a better memory for? You're like, ah, I don't really want to feel this way anymore about my fucking ex-wife. Maybe you don't have to. Maybe Beard Vet spent most of his life before being 
settling down. Maybe his previous wife was Cindy Crawford in the 90s. I think that's what he told me. Beardo said he, he had a, a, but they were better as friends, he said. He said, we're better as friends, he and Cindy Crawford. We're going to be working on that video for you, Beardo. <laughs> it's it's going to go so well. What do you think? I feel like it's a good idea. How much would you pay for that, Beardo? Do you want your previous, uh, any, any kind of fucking uh, wedding videos? We can just kind of, we'll just, it'll be good. It'll be good. Your whole, all your memories will feel better. You'll be like, that wasn't such a bad vacation I had that one time with my former wife, Cindy Crawford. Hmm? Back in the 90s? Ah, good times. It's good times. <laughs> I'm just saying, it'd be fun. Maybe I would, I'm going to do that. I got to do that with some of mine. It'll be good. Randy wants them to make a deep fake video for her with a one night stand with Megan Fox. Randy, 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 that is a highly inappropriate, Randy. Randy and the chicks. And with some, oh, you married and divorced a guy in two weeks. You can't even divorce a person in two weeks. That's called an annulment, honey. Yeah, that's an annulment. That's not a marriage. That's an annulment, babe. Yeah. Yeah, no big deal. It's fine. It happens to the best of us. If you read my book, you know my story. Yeah, it's all good. Shit happens when you party naked, so. Oh, man. Thank you for letting me hang out with you guys today. I'm, I'm feeling a lot better. I appreciate the grace uh, on yesterday's show because I was a disaster. And uh, let me see here. Do I have anything else I need to put up? Nope, I think we're good. I think we're good. I think that's everything. All right, God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly, And I will see all of you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. You guys have a wonderful Tuesday out there. But there is no way this is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them. We're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere. <laughs>